The Sydney Opera House is one of the world's most recognizable buildings. And in today's episode, I'm thrilled to sit down with Emma Bominato, the Environmental Sustainability Manager at the Sydney Opera House, to discuss how this iconic building is prioritizing innovation and sustainability. Emma, thanks for being here with us. So thanks to start, yeah, absolutely. So to start, can you tell us what's it like working at the Opera House every day? Oh, great question. I'd say in one word, very busy. It's such a, a hive of activity all of the time. As the environmental sustainability manager, though, it means that I can be working on great projects, um, every, everything from looking at building performance and emissions reduction all the way through to planning for major events like our summer outdoor concert series, which is coming up, or big moments like New Year's Eve. So the Opera House just celebrated its 50th year. Can you tell us a little bit about how sustainability is both a part of the building's legacy and its future? Yeah, we love to talk about uh, sustainability as being a part of the Opera House's DNA from the very beginning. Uh, Opera House is located on Gadigal land, First Nations land. It's also known as Dubagali. And so it's really important that it's a place for the community to come together. And one of the things that I love the most about the Opera House is that it continues to serve that purpose. And Jorn Utzon, who is the Danish architect who designed the Opera House, was really inspired by the landscape and inspired by nature. So sustainability is really inherent in the design uh, and not only the architecture and the features that we know uh, exist, but also in the engineering. So one of the facts that a lot of people don't know about the Opera House is our heating and cooling system is actually uh, cooled using the seawater itself. And so that enables us to really make sure that the Opera House runs as efficiently as it can in the way that we cool and heat the building. But it's also really important for us to think about the innovation at the time. So seawater cooling systems uh, was a really bold and innovative idea, you know, 50 years ago, 60 years ago. So that type of legacy of being innovative and being bold and creative, we like to think is a similar thread that we um, we bring through to sustainability these days. So uh, I'm, I've been fortunate enough to work at the Opera House for six years, but sustainability has really been important for um, the whole period of the 50 years. It really culminated in about 2010 when there was a dedicated role for environmental sustainability and when we really started to look at the building to say how can we make sure that we're leading by example through the way that the building operates and also about the program that we put on. So in about uh, 2015, we uh, started working with the Green Building Council of Australia. So they um, look at an independent assessment tool to look at building performance. And we actually piloted a performance tool because the Opera House isn't really comparable to any other building. So we wanted to be able to say, how can we genuinely and meaningfully make sure that the Opera House is uh, best practice or world leadership um, by comparing its performance against itself. And that's what our Green Building Council performance tool does. We started at a four-star rating, which is best practice in uh, sustainability, and then uh, three years later achieved five-star rating. And then in uh, 2022, we achieved a six-star rating, which is world leadership in sustainability. So that legacy from it being part of our DNA just continues that thread, and it's a really important way for us to be able to 
not only reduce our impact, but also demonstrate to the community uh, how important it is for sustainability, both social and environment, to be embedded into what we do, because it's important to our community as well. So Emma, as a visitor to the Opera House, how would someone experience all of these great things that you're doing in sustainable innovation? Yeah, that's a really great question. We think a lot about how we embed the messages of both environmental and social sustainability into the experience for the visitor. So it might be really practical things like including uh, sustainability messaging in the ticket. So from the very moment that you buy a ticket from the Opera House, you're seeing that sustainability is important. It might be really simple things like don't forget to bring your own water bottle to reduce single-use plastic or as you come to the event, please choose public transport. Those types of messages uh, happening right from the very beginning. Then you come onto site and you might see our digital signage, which is part of our marketing and communications plan to really help uh, patrons understand that sustainability is important to us. Another example would be an outdoor concert where you would see big digital signs which talk about our commitment. So the site is powered by 100% renewable energy or uh, it's a 100% carbon neutral organisation or we divert... Uh, 95% of our event waste from landfill and we would really encourage people to participate in that by helping us to recycle their event waste as an example. Uh, we also think about it through our planning uh, and delivery of the process with our team. So it will be all the way from the very beginning of planning. We think about sustainability and then through the event delivery, how we reduce the impact and all the way through to the reporting of um, events, which means that it's embedded into the process from the uh, beginning to the end. So Honeywell is one of the Opera House's global goals partner. Can you talk about why these types of partnerships are important? Yes, we've been a partner, a global goals partner with Honeywell as one of our first global goals partners. And it's a great uh, partnership that enables us to really think about how we look at a World Heritage listed building like the Opera House and continue to use technology to be able to drive innovation and also to manage building performance, reduce our emissions uh, and do other things. So Honeywell Partnership has been able to enable, it has enabled other um, really great projects. Um, and I think it's important, partnerships are really important because ultimately we know that there's no individual and there's no organisation that we're going to be able to achieve or address sustainability issues on their own. It's really about making sure that we partner for impact and we partner for purpose. I think that actually partnerships like these are more important than they ever been before than they have ever been before. We need collaboration when we need partnerships uh, to enable all of that amazing work that we do. And Honeywell and the global goals as a global goals partner is just one example of how we really make sure that through collaboration and through working with different teams um, that we're really making more of an impact and being able to talk more broadly about the good work that we're doing. So to follow that up, tell me how these goals are important to the Opera House. The Opera House committed to the UN Sustainable Development Goals or what we call the Global Goals in 2019 and that was really important for us because we needed to find a way uh, that was meaningful to talk about environmental and social sustainability holistically. So the Global Goals as 
we always refer to them as the to-do list for the world. So 17 goals that enable us to address really pressing issues like climate change and inequality, social justice and poverty. And so obviously um, that's an important communication tool. As a global icon, we can talk about global goals and global issues, but then we can bring it right down into what that means for the organisation. So at the time when we committed to the goals, we were thinking about our community plans, our environmental action plan, our reconciliation or First Nations plan and our accessibility plan. And then subsequent to that, we started uh, to bring in strategically our diversity, inclusion and belonging plan and also heritage. So you can see that it was a way for us to start treating the environmental and social sustainability objectives as one system and also being able to think more holistically about our contribution to those goals. Uh, and we've been working really closely to make sure that the work that we do, the practical work that we do every day, like our six star green star or the work that we do in climate action is linked back to those goals. Uh, but it also helps us talk um, through our global goals partners about each of those different goals and why they mean so much to us. We also know they mean a lot to our staff and we also know they mean a lot to the community. So it's been really important way for us to both communicate, but also to talk about um, strategically why the goals are important to us. I think that is such an important theme here and, you know, Common Connector doing what we need to do toward uh, achieving our goals in environmental sustainability. It is so important to collaborate and, and drive these partnerships. Um, so looking ahead, how does the team plan to maintain these, these strong commitments and sustainability efforts? Yeah, that's a great question. We're in the process of uh, wrapping up our fourth, which was a really ambitious environmental action plan and thinking about what's next for the Opera House. So we're embedding social and environmental sustainability strategically into everything that we do, which is fabulous. It's important for us to talk about environmental and social sustainability and also financial sustainability together as one holistic view. Uh, and being able to embed it into our core strategy really helps us lift and amplify all of the amazing work that we're doing into the future. Um, maintaining a six-star green star rating is really important for us. So it because we've achieved a six-star rating and it's world leadership in environmental and social sustainability, doesn't mean we're going to stop there. It means the Green, green Building Council will continue to um, and, uh, raise the ambition and we will continue to strive to meet that ambition uh, to be leaders. Uh, we really want to make sure that we're positioning ourselves so we can talk about uh, our global goals, which are important to us. So climate action is obviously very close to my heart, uh, thinking about how we become climate positive. And we obviously need many collaborations and partners to make all of that good work happen. And we also need to make sure that importantly, uh, that the Opera House is fit for the future. So really thinking about things like climate change, climate impacts, making sure that we continue to look at the building's performance. Obviously, the way that we talk about the building and that we uh, uh, exemplify social and environmental sustainability because ultimately one of the roles that we play is really to inspire positive change. We want people to know that if you can implement sustainability at the Opera House as a World Heritage listed building, as a 50-year-old building, then uh, you can do it anywhere where it might be your school, it might be another business, uh, it might be another government organisation or cultural institution. It's a really important part of what we do into the future to be able to talk about how we engage and contribute in a meaningful and purposeful way. Thank you. 
So what role does technology play in this plan? And how do people like the Honeywell service team fit into that equation? I think technology is so important as part of this plan. I mean, we think about a 50-year-old building, a World Heritage listed building. So with that comes a whole bunch of things that we have to, projects that we have to think really carefully about in terms of how does technology help us make sure that the building is fit for the future. Technology is such an important part of how we're going to respond to climate change. Uh, a couple of examples of the way that we've integrated technology into this building is really looking at, you know, working with Honeywell's services team to make sure that we're monitoring our energy use, our water use, our, our the waste that we generate and how we recycle and divert that waste from landfill and also how we use the smarts of the technology to actually do more. So we think about um, how can we use the data, so for instance, environmental data like air quality to actually make sure that the building is being maintained so we're maximising occupant comfort and we're thinking about how we can do that because of ultimately uh, occupant comfort for our patrons is really important. Their well-being is really important uh, and also efficiency is really important. So technology enables us to see that system and is really an important enabler of us being able to reduce uh, produce the outcomes that we need um, with all of those projects that I talked to you about earlier. You know, our podcast, of course, focuses on the future, but we like to end the conversations with a little bit of fun. Um, so I have a question for you. Working at the Opera House, what was one of the most memorable performances or events that you've experienced there? Oh, this is a great question. I've been here for six years, so I've seen loads of um, great performances. I think the best thing about the Opera House is there's just such a diversity of the types of performances, so it is hard to choose one, but I would have to say... Uh, my one moment was the reopening of the concert hall after the 10-year renewal program. The concert hall was actually co closed for a couple of years to be renewed uh, and to be able to come back um, and reopen that with staff and also uh, people that have been involved with the Opera House for so long, including that project uh, and also the project teams was and the symphony, which was amazing, uh, was a really important core memory for me. I'll definitely remember that one for a very long time. Take it with me. Sounds fascinating. Thank you so much for your time here today and sharing all of this with us. Thanks so much for having me, Laura.